I don't think that everyone needs to be geeky to be in tech. It's really just about finding solutions and that applies to everything. Welcome to Tech Inspired. My name is Priska and I am your host today. With this podcast, we want to inspire and empower more women to start a career in tech. We interview you on a regular basis exciting guests from the tech industry who share their stories, insights and career advice. Let's get started to build your best career in tech. Thanks a lot for joining us, Petra. It's nice to have you here today. You are going to be one of the speakers at this year's We Tech Together conference, and this is how I got to know you. And I thought you have quite an interesting career yourself, and it would be great to tell us a little bit about yourself first. First of all, thank you very much for having me. Um, so I'm Petra. I work at Scandit. I started my career here. I started as a software engineering intern. And now I'm leading a software development team and I'm still a software engineer myself. My focus is on cross-platform integration, such as Cordova. But obviously I love problem solving. I love tech. So software engineering is something that brings these worlds together for me. Tell us a little bit more about Scandid as well. So Scandid is a Zurich-based company. Um, we do data capture solutions using computer vision. What I do is integrating our SDK that we have as a product into these cross-platform integrations. And this enables our customers to essentially write code once and, and use the same code base for both iOS and Android apps. And these data capture capabilities are primarily right now barcode capture so that you can replace older hardware scanners with the mobile phones that you might already have. And um, we also do ID capture and text capture and various different data capture um, solutions so that our customers can capture any data essentially and, and process that somehow and use that data that exists in the real world they can use in their application. You mentioned you started with Scandit as an intern. So uh, I assume you came directly from your studies. What did you study? Yeah, so I, I studied British and American studies, that is literature and linguistics and then computer science. And then about five years ago, I, I started my career with Scandit. I As I said, I started as an intern. That was my first job. And then I, after a few months later, I switched over to a permanent software engineering role. And I started developing and creating mobile solutions. Still um, with Cordova that I mentioned before um, for, and for cross-platform frameworks, Essentially, I was either creating or helping our customers create iOS and Android apps with primarily web development tools, such as JavaScript and HTML. And then later on, I learned iOS development on the side. And I was lucky enough that I could just switch over to an iOS engineering role inside Scandit. And then that way, I was able to learn more on the job. And then about two years ago, I started as a tech lead for our development team that is responsible for cross-platform integrations and uh, also React Native, Flutter, Capacitor, and a bunch of others that are built on the same idea that you want to write code once in some language and you want to have both iOS and Android apps. So first you study English and then computer science. What made you switch to computer science? So basically, I think it comes down to the fact that I loved literature, but I grew up as a geeky, nerdy kid. I, tech was always something that was just around me. Tech was something that was natural to me. It, it was not something special. While on the other hand, literature was something and in, in linguistics especially was something that I found really interesting. 
So I guess maybe it was somehow the opposite of what other people usually have. And I couldn't really decide which one I liked more. Tech was something that was so natural to me and part of my life that I, I wasn't sure if that's something special enough or if that's something that I want to do something with as a, as a career, because I thought that either way, it's going to be part of my life. And then I realized that I'm just much more suitable and natural at working in tech because I love problem solving so much. And, and as said, it's so natural to me to, to be around tech that it was just a, a better choice for me. Mm-hmm. Do you see any things that are common between these two or any overlaps or anything that helps you today in uh, your job you can take from your studies in, in literature? Yes, in a way. I, I think literature and linguistics showed me a human side of things in a way that is not as pragmatic and, and logical as tech is. And that helps me bring new perspectives into what I do in tech. It helps me with understanding more easily, I guess, what our customers would like to do or, or how we want to solve problems. It just gives me a different and, and, a, and a, a new perspective, I guess. And so you would say it would be quite important as well, because sometimes when I talk to our members or community members, they always feel like, okay, tech, that's so geeky, as you said as well. And it's all about software engineering and there is no creativity inside this area or inside this world. But from what I hear from you, this is not true, actually. So what is your view on this? How important is it? not to be this geeky, this super geeky person and and just focusing on logical parts of the tech world? I think tech in the end is just problem solving for me. So it really doesn't matter if you're geeky or nerdy or if you're not, or if you are great at communication or if you're terrible at it or however you are, there are enough geeky people that if you're not geeky, and, and you maybe you're in, in the product side of tech or the business side of tech that you can bring something that will still apply. And, and I don't think that everyone needs to be geeky to be in tech. It's really just about finding solutions and that applies to everything. And pl- problem solving or finding solution is something that can be very creative. Once you finish your studies, how did you get into your first position? So how did you find your internship? What was your approach? So I had no professional experience, obviously, uh, but I loved creating things. I loved learning. I loved creating UIs, websites and apps. And I just wanted to see if I can just land a job with the knowledge that I have. So I applied to a bunch of places and I was lucky enough to find Scandit and it worked out and I I got the internship and I found the initial projects super interesting. I think that was definitely on my side because I could actually be uh, motivated and be interested and for example I I worked on creating mobile apps in the beginning with front-end tools and I thought that was something really cool because you could use existing tools that were made for something else web apps and you could use it to create mobile apps and you could find new solutions and it was something different and it was something new and I really liked that and on the other hand I could also work with small customer projects and I really had to understand what problems we are trying to solve, not just from a technical point of view, 
Um, but I also had to understand the real world process problems that they're trying to solve with this technical solution to come up with the right way to, to do the technical part of the solution. And I, I found that really interesting. So what would you recommend someone who is now at the same position as you were five years ago and looking for a job in the tech industry, like finishing the study or switching into the tech industry? What should they look out for to find something like you found that motivates themselves? I think my suggestion would be to find something where they can provide value, to find that thing that they are maybe special in or that they have a special background in or that that essentially differentiates them and find out how they can provide value to a company or other people or a group of people. It might be, as I said, a different background that gives them a special perspective, or it might be that they're especially persistent at finding solutions or very creative or very curious. They can do something differently. Or maybe they really love a specific tech or technology or, or a specific programming language. And, and that's how they can find that motivation that enables them essentially to do 150% every day. Usually ask as well what people love about their job. But I think you already mentioned a lot of things why you love your job today. Is there anything else that motivates you today going into work every day? Yeah, absolutely. I, I the most important things for me that I really love are that I'm, I can work on challenges. I'm always challenged. I can always learn new things and try new things. And I'm lucky enough that I'm, I'm continuously given the opportunity to push the boundaries of whatever my current role is and find solutions to whatever I would like to solve or solve better. I really love that. And the other thing that I really love is that in my current role, I can help others do their job. I can enable them to do their job best. We can figure out solutions, how to best work towards the same goal. And that in a, com in a company, that's usually a business goal, right? Mm -hmm. But I can help my team who are engineers understand where we are going as a company and how they can contribute to that. And I really love to enable them that way and, and make sure that they have everything they need to get their job done. What I found interesting about your career as well is that in the past five years, you really had this different kind of career step from intern to become the, the software engineer. And now you're leading even a team. How did you approach those steps? Did you have help from other employees? Did you have a mentor helping you getting into the next step or into your next role? How did you do this? I think the biggest help that I got was that I, I was given the freedom to try new things and learn new things, whatever that was. I usually tried and did somehow a bit more or outside of whatever my role was. And that just naturally and organically led to new roles and that led to learning new things and that led to the next role. And as candid was at the time or at the, in the last five years, we were growing so fast that I really had that freedom to learn and try whatever I saw we should do next or I want to do next. And that led me to all of these different roles. It sounds to me really as well that one should have like the courage to just do it and not think about too much about it and, and just give it a try, right? Yeah, I guess so. And and for me, I think it was also that I was always the one asking the hard questions and then I just had to figure out the solutions to it. <laughs> so I yeah, think that helped. I can imagine it's like a team meeting, you're asking hard questions. They're like, good question, go and solve it. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> 
So where do you see tech in the future? What do you think is going to happen next um, for you personally, but also for the company or the area you're working in or in general? I think in general, tech is probably, in my opinion, going to revolve more and more around data because we will have more data about everything. We, are, we continuously have more and more data points about every single thing in the world, and we are figuring out new ways to use that. And we also have continuously increased processing power, not just in our hands, but just available to us so that we can actually use all this data that we have available to us. For example, the smartphones that we have on a daily basis that we use, the photos are analyzed on device in a way that you can search for specific people or objects. You can search for just images that have a bridge in it or, or anything like that. And that, that's kind of crazy. You, you couldn't really imagine that five years ago, for example, or a few years ago, that you would just bring up your phone and, and search for images of a specific person or an object. So I think data is going to enable us all these completely new solutions. And for example, that also enables increased automation or AI, for example, self-driving cars. Those are all based on data as well. It's just processing data incredibly fast, incredible amount of data. And that just enables all these new solutions. And then on the more human side, we are also going to have more and more data about ourselves. So we will be able to have not just smarter movie suggestions, but maybe personalized insurance solutions. And all of this data is going to enable us to see the world in, in all these new ways and find all these new solutions to the things that we are completely used to. And I think that's, that's kind of the future of tech that I see that I'm excited about is finding all these new solutions based on, on new data that we are going to have available to us. And where do you see yourself in, in this future? Definitely tech is part of my life. I'm really excited about finding solutions to new problems. And what I really enjoy nowadays is, as I said, enabling others to do their best. I really love that. And I think my technical understanding helps me to make sure that engineers have engineering teams have what they need to work towards business goals. And I really enjoy translating those, those business needs and business understanding to engineering. I think it, it makes them more efficient and more productive. That's where I see myself in the next few years, trying to figure out better ways for people to work, essentially. So if someone listening to you, what you said right now and thinks like, oh, I want to go into the same direction. This is what I want to do. What would you recommend them to do? I mean, there are many ways. And, and I think with all the guests we had, we get so many different kind of um, insights and tips. And what is the one thing you would tell your younger you, for example, what to do? I, I guess it comes down to really just knowing how you really can provide more value to people. I think it, it, it kind of gets sad and it gets thrown around and it maybe doesn't always mean so much, but it really comes down to that because we are in a business. You have to provide value to the company that you're working for because that's, that's what the purpose is of, of you working there. And that can mean so many different things. In, in my case, it's really that I, I think I provide the most value by enabling others to provide value. So figuring out how you can do that and then focusing on that and, and just having the courage, as you said, to really do those steps that you think are needed and asking the hard questions and just figuring out solutions even when you have no idea how to do it. To me, it's pretty much like that. I think that's an amazing advice because it's something... 
we have to all of us no matter if it's in regards to finding a job or anything in your life it's more about where can i bring added value and that's basically breaking it down also the purpose of, of your lives like you want to bring added value and everyone can bring added value in different area and different spaces thanks a lot for sharing this that's a great mm -hmm. advice we already at the end of this podcast but before we close it i have three speed questions for you i just want you to answer what comes first into your mind first of all who is your favorite female role model I kind of rather have a few people close to me that I can continuously go to for advice and that I can learn from. What is your most important skill? I think it's problem solving. I simply just couldn't do what I do without problem solving. And the last one, what is the best advice you were ever given? Don't make any assumptions. It's always better to clarify and ask people and make sure, but don't make any assumptions. That's a very good advice. Thanks a lot for being our guest today. It was a pleasure having you. And I look forward also to your speech at the We Tech Together conference this year. And yeah, thanks a lot for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to the conference as well. Did you enjoy this episode? Don't forget to comment or rate us on your podcast app. Never want to miss an episode again? Sign up now for our newsletter on techface.ch or follow us on Spotify or wherever you are listening to podcasts. Stay tuned and build your best career in tech.